Let me tell you quickly about home title lock. You never thought that COVID could cost you your home, cost so many people so many things, but the home, really? Well, cybercrime is up 75%, and by far the most serious cybercrime to kind of hit us has been home title theft. Uh, home title fraud is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. It's this giant, giant suck of money because if they, you know, you might have $100,000, $200,000 of equity in your house, depending how far you are uh, in paying it off. And it's, it hits the people who pay their bills, who are on time with their mortgage, who have done it right. They've got all, you know, they maybe have their house paid off and they don't even notice that this is happening to them. HomeTitleLock.com is the place you can go to protect yourself against this. If you register your address and see if you're already a victim, use the code RADIO and receive 30 risk-free days of protection. The code is RADIO at HomeTitleLock.com. I have this. Uh, Glenn has it. Pat Gray has it as well. Uh, and it is uh, something that you need to have in the, in, in the year 2021. Got to be protected against this stuff. HomeTitleLock.com is the place to go. HomeTitleLock.com. Code is RADIO. Uh, we have uh, Pat and myself in for Glenn today. Uh, radio show here starts in just a couple of seconds. Glenbeck program. Welcome to it. A lot to get into today. Uh, of course, the oppressive Georgia law uh, and moving the, fortunately, moving the All Star game out of Atlanta. Woo, that was a close one. You wouldn't want to have that in a racist place like Georgia, would you? <laughs> you wouldn't want that. Uh, that and lots more coming up in 60 seconds. So are you one of the millions of Americans who live every day of your life with lots of pain? If so, what if you tried to get rid of it? And how long did it work for you, if it worked at all? Uh, you know, we've talked about this so many times. You know, Glenn has had a huge issue with, with back pain, and he was dealing with, you know, debilitating pain all the time. One of, uh, one of his favorite things to do, of course, is to paint, and he can't even do that half the time because of how bad his back pain was getting. Uh, eventually, Tanya... Uh, convinced him to become a, 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 re, a relief factor user and he started using it and had great results has now been able to paint i mean you should see some of the paintings this guy's doing now glenn is really amazing. good yeah, he is. I, I hate to tell him that he's talented at things uh, but it is in this case it's very very true uh, relief factor is not a drug but it was developed by doctors and 70 percent of the people who try it of course go on to order more they like it it might work for you too give it a shot you can order the three-week quick start for only 19.95 what have you got to lose except your pain go to relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384 that's relieffactor.com or 800-500-8384 for relief factor it's pat and 
do it for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. Uh, 888-727-BECK. So they did, in fact, uh, move the All-Star game <laughs> out of Atlanta. Incredible. I mean, really incredible. Over what? Over nothing. Over absolutely nothing. It literally is a nothing burger, what they're trying to do here. <clears throat> but they've, they've successfully acted as though they've absolutely excluded every minority in the state from ever voting again. Yeah. And Which, there's no sign of this. The law overtly expands early access to voting. Overtly. It is, you know, you could say, it's so funny, Pat, because you go back to 2020 and people said, look, we need these new rules and guidelines for voting because of the pandemic, right? Mm-hmm. We don't know how this is going to be when election time rolls around. We need to have easier ways for people to vote, voting for, by mail and, and early voting and all these different things. And like that is a lo- logical argument, right? Mm-hmm. Like we understand, you know, we understand that it was also being used for politics. But like, there's some sense to the idea that we didn't know what was coming around the corner, and you might want to uh, do what you can to loosen up the rules for this one election. As they pointed out, it's a one-time thing, a once in a hundred-year pandemic. You're going to change things up. Now the media is acting as if that is the only way anyone has ever voted. And any change and diversion from that track is an automatically, you know, controversial, uh, racist policy, mm-hmm. even though by any measure, this is the most, uh, the easiest way to access uh, uh, the ability to vote in any election, with the exception of 2020, 2018, and every other year before that would have been much more restrictive and continues to be much more restrictive all over the country, including states like New York and Delaware. Delaware, you might note, is the home state of Joe Biden. (laughs) And it's much more difficult to vote there than it is in Georgia. But no one seems to care. And because it's really not about this. It is not about Georgia voting at all. It's about things that are much larger than that, like H.R. 1. They want people to get so frustrated with voting rights and look at all these states passing all these things. We can't trust them anymore. Look, Pat, we we said, yes, I know I said I wasn't going to vote to get rid of the filibuster. Sure. Sure, I said that. But we did not expect the Republicans <laughs> to do right. things like this. I mean, we, how could we possibly have seen this coming? They're going back to the Jim Crow era. Of course, we do. We need to do it this one time because this is so important and just need to nationalize elections. No big deal. This is actually Jim Crow on steroids, yeah. as you know, uh, from our president. Jim Crow on steroids. Think of how bad that is. Not only to uh, just a disservice to the American people today who are actually trying to understand what's going on, but also a disservice to the people who went through Total Jim slap Crow. in the face to them. I mean, Total this was slap. a terrible era mm-hmm. for our country. Terrible things happened. It wasn't like you could only vote in, in, on early for 17 days. That's not what Jim Crow was. This was, it's a, it's a complete insult to the people who had to deal with those actual policies and those actual uh, hardships. Um, we had a story comparing uh, Georgia to um, the new Georgia law to New York voting laws. In virtually every case, the new Georgia laws are less restrictive than New York's. So what do you get? Watch them move the all-star game to New York City. I'll bet. And nobody will say anything about New York's voting laws. Or watch them move it to uh, Wisconsin, 
where they've got stricter voting laws. And nobody will say a word if they if they move this thing to Milwaukee. Uh, it's absolutely astounding to me how effective they've been in making something out of absolutely nothing. Nothing. In fact, they made something very, very evil out of something that's really pretty good. They extended the early voting. Uh, they they uh, you do have to have an ID at the polling booth, but. 25 states require ID. More than half of the states, uh, actually, I think it's 26 states, uh, require an ID when you go vote. I mean, there was nothing extraordinary. You can give them water. That seemed to be, yeah. That seemed to be the real uh, stickler in this whole thing is that campaign workers can't give water to people in line. Now, as you know, um, Pat. Mm-hmm. drinking water in line is central to the right to vote central mm-hmm. absolutely critical you must yeah. have it in the right. scorching heat of <laughs> in georgia november? in november scorching you must blistering have. yes <laughs> if <laughs> you stand out in it you'll you will get blisters that's how hot it is <laughs> that's legitimately november. how they were describing it the scorching and blistering <laughs> heat of georgia okay yes i know they have uh primaries uh, in, in times where it is very hot in georgia but there's these lines are not popping up for primaries uh <laughs> not to mention i don't think the the accusation is hey we need to have uh we need to stop the turnout of democratic primaries like what what would the republican motivation be for that exactly <laughs> uh this <laughs> this is one of those things where the water thing is the best example of it because it's been the most highly publicized and it is the I, most nothing uh, yeah to, to uh, if you haven't heard what actually goes on in this law the you can't the, what they're worried about right is like people saying hey um the de- you know democrats or republicans gather near a line with a bunch of pizzas and are like hey guys you know we just want to tell you like we hope you vote democrat but uh, here you know hey if you guys want to slice a pizza right the mm-hmm. point is you don't have electioneering around the polls and this is you know something they were worried about not about handing out water because people are dehydrating in the lines <laughs> but to cover that right mm-hmm. it says you can have a self-service receptacle so they can ha- set up a table of water or a water cooler so that people can get water if they need it they're not trying to dehydrate people in addition to that you can still have poll workers give you water in addition to that you can still have third parties democratic operatives can stand and give you water it just has to be 25 feet away from the line or 150 feet from the corner of the building so it can't they can't go inside the building they can't go right up to the door that's about from dallas to chicago no is that is that right no do i have that I know figures about feet, right. feet is it's a difficult thing. <laughs> it but here, here's the thing. It's not even a complete first down in a football game. It's only it's less than nine yards away. You can huh. walk in a line nine yards away in these supposedly ridiculously long lines and mm-hmm. you can get your water. You can come back to line. No one's going to make you go to the back of the line again. It's it's basically nothing. Right. It's just a way to scare people to believe Republicans are trying to stop minorities from voting. Here's another thing that could happen. You could bring your own freaking water. Yeah, Yeah. that's right. (laughs) If you're you're that worried about dehydrating while you're there, thirsting to death in line while you wait to vote, bring yourself a bottle of water. Well, minorities can't. Well, they can get it for free right outside, (laughs) 25 feet away. They can grab it before they get in the line and hold it all the way to the door. Again, I love the the fact that 
you know, to a Democrat, a minority is so poor they can't even afford a bottle of water. They, yeah. they can't even bring one with them. I mean, they, they don't really have ID. Do. They can't get online. They can't afford a bottle of water. It's so ridiculous. And they get away with it every single day. It is getting worse, though, Pat, I think, in that they've always been able to get away with this and get a media cycle or two. Yeah. I think that's ever since we've been doing the show, going back, you know, decades now, they've always been able to control the early news cycles and always been able to do those types of things where people would start, you know, they would just adopt these things as truth and the media would report them. However, I maybe I'm romanticizing the past a little bit here, but I feel like, let's say the mid 2000s, the late 2000s, the early 2010s, there would be this battle, right? You'd have the, the, the misleading left-wing narrative that would come out. And then everyone would kind of go to work and look at what they're saying and realize it doesn't make any sense. And then we'd pr- present the actual information. Mm-hmm. And people would be like, oh, no, wait, that's not what that does. And, and, right. and yes, there would still be people who believe the left-wing thing. But generally speaking, society would end generally on the idea that, you know, the truth is the truth. The truth wins out. And I don't know. I don't think that's reality anymore. I don't know if it's because there's... It doesn't feel like it. it, Like, it doesn't seem... All these things are happening based on a bill that is... There's ink and paper. All you have to do is look at it and read it. Yeah. There's no way to look at this as some terrible uh, racist tragedy. It's just nonsense. As Jim Crow on steroids. There's absolutely nothing to that. Nothing. Nothing to it. This is not a poll tax. This is not, you know, uh, f- fire hoses being turned on African Americans as they try to go near the polls. Mm-hmm. This is not, this is nothing like any of those horror shows. This is a, a, a bill that takes Georgia and moves the access to voting to a far more liberal direction makes it much easier for people to access voting, makes the uh, the absentee ballot still with no excuses. You, you don't need an excuse to absentee ballot, uh, to absentee vote. Do you know that in New York, you do? Yeah, of course. You do need a, an yeah. excuse in New York. And like, where, I, like, how, Amazing. how can they be saying these things? They are so easily and provably false. Right. And they just keep mm-hmm. going with it as if, there's no other facts that there's no other there it's just like well what we've said it so now it's true that is really what we're operating mm-hmm. on right now I don't know how a society can continue to operate when that's the when that's the way things work because you can't I mean it just winds up being a dictatorship and this is why they want HR1 so badly because what they believe with HR1 is they're never going to lose another election so they're using this and they're bringing out all the big guns to try to manipulate people into thinking there's a crisis in uh, in the uh, the the access uh, 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 for for people to vote, and they're saying, okay, well, the Republicans are so bad, we need to do something national. We need to make this nationalized. We need the federal government to handle it because, as you've seen, the federal government is really good at handling things. This makes a lot of sense, mm-hmm. and so they want that to happen so badly. It's a voters' right sort of bill that's already passed the House, and they need every single Democrat to vote for it. Plus need to get rid of the filibuster or manipulate the filibuster in a way that can get it passed and they believe this is going to make it a lot easier for them to win elections in the future uh you know this is what they're trying to do they're trying to create a crisis and they're bringing in the national pastime and you know airlines and all these big companies to do it yeah they're doing a good job of it too Mm -hmm. uh they're really good at it even though 
even though the Washington Post gave Joe Biden four Pinocchios when he talked about this yep. last week. Four Pin- the Washington Post. Yeah, if you, if you do look hard enough, you can find the truth in pretty much every mainstream publication. Yeah. Every one of them have said, yeah, well, New this is Times, yep, yep. Washington Post. This isn't this isn't real. But then they act as if, you know, companies have to answer that. There was, I think it was CBS who ran a, a tweet this week in a story. Here are, here are like five ways you can help push back against the Georgia law. It's like, well, what what are you? Are you a news organization? A news organization writes stories to give you hypothetical ways to push back against the law? Uh, You know, they're not the only ones. Uh, Mm. The New York Times ran a terrible piece trying to analyze this bill and give people the complete opposite uh, implications of what actually is in there. I mean, it has been a show, (laughs) which I would like to put a swear in front of it. Because they are not they are not even trying to tell you the truth now. They're not even trying to hide the fact they're lying. They're just saying it and repeating it. Yeah. It's really it's really a, a scary thing. All right, uh, our sponsor this half hour. If you brought into a timeshare at some point, it's a pretty good idea that uh, you've like to be out of it by now. The real question is uh, isn't so much as how, it's it's really when and how quickly you can do it. Because the way the way to do it is is clearly timeshare termination team. Timeshare termination team is here to help frustrated timeshare owners like you understand how to legally get your timeshare contract and get it to the side. Because you don't need to you don't need that anymore. You need to get out of that contract. And look, there you agreed to the contract. There's legal ways to get out of it. And if they've you know, especially if you if you're on one of these timeshares and they're not living up to their side of the bargain, which is very common. Uh, you have rights here as well. Uh, they can safely, legally, and permanently get you out of this timeshare arrangement. They have in-house legal team that will do all the heavy lifting for you so you don't have to. Schedule a risk-free consultation and talk to one of their advisors about your timeshare. Call timeshare termination team today to get the process started. Don't keep putting it off and get stuck with another year of a timeshare you won't use. You'll get 20% off when you terminate your timeshare, but be sure uh, to tell, tell them that Glenn Beck sent you. 1-888-GET-YOU-OUT. It's 1-888-438-8688. Or visit them online at timeshareterminationteam.com. It's timeshareterminationteam.com. 10 seconds, station ID. That's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. Uh, Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. Your story here about bipartisan worry growing over the national debt, which now totals eighty five thousand two hundred ten dollars per person. I don't get the sense that <laughs> anybody's worried about the national debt. Yeah. Do I mean, you have any sense that anybody's paying attention to it? It does seem like Republicans <laughs> have uh, come out of their uh, debt hibernation. And are now concerned about it a bit. little bit. But Maybe a little. I mean, they I mean, don't. Only because we've spent $6 trillion in, what, two months? <laughs> or we're about to. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, we, we did $2 trillion, Then they're proposing the, the $2 more trillion, and then the $2 more trillion after that. And that does not include the $5.3 trillion uh, during the last year of the pandemic under, under the Trump administration. Right. So, right. Uh, it's just the 11, just 11000000000000 trillion-ish. Uh, wow. it's incredible and and a lot of this too the difference of course being you know you're starting the pandemic we're in full shutdown mode right like those bills I, I there was i would say general bipartisan agreement 
that you had to do something when you're forcing people to close their businesses and telling them they're not allowed to go to work. It's not fair. True, that's right? true. <laughs> I mean, yeah. uh, so as much as no one wants to spend money, at least it was understandable at the very beginning. Now we're at the point where there's like, well, we need a new bridge. Wait a minute. <laughs> this has to do with none of this has to do with COVID at all. They're not even trying to hide it now. They're just calling it an infrastructure plan. They're calling the next one basically a, a mini Climate green change. deal. Yeah, yeah. It seems to be basically what they're doing. So they're going way, way overboard. It does seem like, you know, like when uh, when they were trying to go for one point nine trillion dollars, there was the moderate uh, group of Republicans, you know, the Susan Collins, the Mitt Romneys, who decided we're going to try. You know, Joe Biden said he wanted to be bipartisan and negotiate these things. So we're going to give it a shot. And so they went in there and were like, how about, let's say, $700 billion. Hey, I know you want $1.9 trillion. Let's try $700 billion. If we need more later, we could try to get more. But like, let's do something that's at least, you know, not every wish list item you've ever wanted. And they wouldn't even basically take the meeting for $700 billion. Jeez. Uh, you know, which, which was, That's again, amazing. what Obama was asking for in 2009 was only $787 billion. What he was asking for. Mm-hmm. And now they're like, well, we're not even going to take a meeting for $700 billion. I don't get up for <laughs> $700 billion. on $700 billion. <laughs> It's true, though. Yeah. They, uh, unless it's in the trillions now. They don't worry about it. And I don't think neither do the American people. I think we've become so accustomed to hearing 700 billion, 800 billion, 900 billion. Uh, and now we're starting to hear 1.9 trillion, 2 mm-hmm. trillion, 2 more trillion after that, 4 trillion, 5.3 trillion. We're starting to think, eh, you know, what's another 500 billion? What's well, another 1 trillion? Yeah, we can afford it. Yeah. I mean, what was the whole, the whole budget was like $4 trillion in 2019. And now they're like, ah, well, what if we get $4 trillion in like a week? (laughs) We're just going to, on top of the uh, 11 trillion, you know, it's like, it is just unending. And, and in this whole modern monetary theory thing we talked about going back into the election time, it was supposed to be this big controversy. Everyone thought it was lunacy. Right. Every mainstream economist thought it was lunacy. You know, there's Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and Ilan Omar are out there saying we need this thing to go through. And now we're just doing it. Yeah, we didn't we didn't really we have are. a conversation about it. We're just like, let's just try it. Let's just print constantly and see what happens. I mean, what if we don't have inflation? What if it doesn't happen this time? Like, that seems to be the the, the theory here. Like, well, let's give it a whirl. You never know what's going to happen until you try. Yeah. You know, maybe we'll like it. Maybe we'll like the idea. Maybe everyone will get a good workout with their wheelbarrows full of cash for a loaf of bread. It'll be fantastic. (laughs) This is the Glenn Beck Program. In the age of smart technology, you'd think by now they would have invented a car that cares about you and how much of your money is going down the drain if it has any problems. But unfortunately, at this point, no such luck. If you haven't experienced it anytime lately, once your car's warranty expires and repairs are really, really expensive, it can be a terrible time for you, especially if something electronic goes. Computer chips right now are through the roof. The prices are going up and up. And if you have to replace one of those, you probably just, you know, just sell the car for scrap. That's basically where you are at that point. Unless you have CarShield, when you're covered by CarShield, you don't have to worry about any of that. From the time that you have the problem until the time it's resolved, CarShield will take care of everything, including dealing with the mechanic so you don't have to. Uh, Look, 
our cars are you know are, are out there they're trying to get you from place to point a to point b they don't care about savings that's not their job car shield does they get you covered so you're not on the hook to pay thousands get coverage today and see why car shield cars go further visit carshield.com and use the code back to save 10 percent. it's carshield.com the code is back you'll save 10 percent on car shield don't worry about these car problems get them taken care of with car shield a deductible may apply don't forget to check out my show, Pat Gray Unleashed, every weekday, 7 to 9 Eastern Time, right before the Glenn Beck Program, or anywhere you get your podcast. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck Program, 888-727-BECK. I'm amazed at this Georgia law and the things they are saying are in it. Which just, you know, so much of it is just not true at all. But the voter ID thing has sort of amazed me, maybe even more than normal. How do you vote if you're in Georgia? Uh, if you're voting absentee, which again is no excuse. You don't need to come up with an excuse for it. You can just do it whenever you want. How, what, what form of identification do you need to have? Previous to this, they had signature matching, right? Which is obviously, if you've ever paid for anything with a credit card, a BS process, right? <laughs> you just, mm. I don't even try to sign my name on most of the credit card receipts because it's just, uh, you write a squiggly line mm-hmm. and they've never once said, hey, wait a minute, that's... That doesn't look like your signature yeah. in the past. <laughs> Sir! <laughs> I mean, half the time your card is in a machine. They're not even uh-huh. looking at the back they, of it. Yeah. They have no idea. They don't care. Signature matching is a really, uh, uh, first of all, obviously you could have forgeries very easily. Uh, second, secondly, like it's a time consuming process. And third of all, it's not at all reliable. It's not reliable to, for a human eye to look at a couple of signatures. And even if you had handwriting experts, it wouldn't be particularly reliable. And if signatures are out there, they can be traced. They can be practiced again. Like, is this a massive problem that people are faking signatures? No. However, on the other side of it, it's just a pain in the butt for the state. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of work and it has no, it doesn't work well. So the idea, of course, has been, well, what if they just write their driver's license a number on on the form, right? Like that will get let us know, okay, this is the person, you know, that's voting. We have some way of lining this up. That's the idea. Now, obviously, that could easily be forged too, but okay, we'll just go along with it for now. So this has been seen as this thing to stop minorities from voting. Now, of course, minorities have IDs. This is a ridiculous mm-hmm. thing. The left seems to think black people are incapable of getting driver's license. It's racism. It, it really is straight out racism. It is. It's just them. It's the left saying you can't black do people, these things. Hispanics are not capable of the same things white people are doing. Right. Uh, now that, it's ridiculous. Now they try to they Asinine. try to guise it and saying it's systemic, but like it's not systemic. People every they have driver's, they have licenses. driver's licenses. So when people, of course, in the past have said well, this is a racist thing. There have been steps put in place to deal with these ridiculous complaints that are very, very minor in in their scope. So this is what the law actually talks about, okay? When you have the the absentee ballot, you have to put your driver's license uh, and date of birth in the space provided on the outer envelope. 
If the electorate does not have a Georgia's driver's license or state identification card, so the second one is a state identification card. This is a state identification card that anyone can get and mm. maybe doesn't drive, right? Maybe they're in the city, they're using Uber and Lyft all the time. They don't have a driver's license. They don't care about it. Uh, we, we knew people in New York who were like this. They don't, they don't bother mm. because of the way the city is and they never leave the city. So, okay, they don't have a, uh, a driver's license. They can get a state ID card and that card is free, okay? So that would be the number two way of voting now this law goes further than that and says what if you don't have a driver's license and you don't have a state id which is free how would you vote you could put write your last four digits of your social security number on the envelope okay now wow now we're on step three mm. now if you have a social security number that should be pretty easy <laughs> okay mm-hmm. we have to do this all the time with a million you know forms online with your bank whatever it is you write in the four last four and digits of social all security u.s citizens have hmm. social security numbers hmm. all u.s citizens you're noticing one of the complaints from the left yeah you almost have to be a u.s citizen to vote oh, which almost would be, have to be that would be a real yeah. problem yeah now if the elector does not have a georgia's license uh or a social security number Okay. Now, again, your complaint is valid here. Why wouldn't you have a social security number and still be a legal voter? Mm-hmm. But maybe there's some little carve out there, right? Um, if you don't have that, you can also uh, write on the outside of the envelope and place one of the forms uh, of identification set forth in another section of the code. Okay, so let's go to that section of the code. A, U- a valid U.S. passport. So now we are at license, ID card, social security number, or passport. Okay, but that's not it. Also, you could have a valid employee identification card with a photo issued by any branch, de- department, agency, or entity of the U.S. government, uh, this state, or any co- uh, county, municipality, board, authority, or any other entity of the state. So if you have any connection to a government job, right. and you just have a, a regular, your government photo ID, that, now, of course, you could be illegal probably doing that, but you could vote with that. Uh, in this, in this, uh, it would count as a valid uh, identification. Can I use my Blockbuster video card? You can. If, if my if uh, library like, card. If I don't have a Blockbuster card anymore, can I use my library card? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> okay. People were like, oh, why did you just throw out that Blockbuster card? There's none left. I don't care. I'm keeping it. And now I know and why. Now it that- comes in handy, right? <laughs> now, you could also have, Pat, a valid tribal identification card with a photograph. Okay. What if they, what if they locked up? <laughs> the whole you know Cherokee Nation oh, no. put them on that reservation yeah. you know it took away my way of life wait your way of life yeah the tomahawk and the you know the bow and, and the knife yeah. yeah what if they took away uh-huh. my native tongue right and then taught their English to my young <laughs> then how do I vote <laughs> this song has no life outside of this program. Like you are the only person keeping it alive. The only people who remember. And to Paul Revere, you're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. All right. Uh, <laughs> then we have. So we've gone through all of this. I'm, I've lost count of how many actual ID because the blockbuster videos have been inserted. But I've lost count of the total. But then you can have a current utility bill. No. Yep. A bank statement. That's easier than a blockbuster video right, you card. Don't need a, you don't need to be a citizen oh to get a utility bill. Gosh. A bank statement. A government check. How many times have we found out that they've wow. been sending to people who wow. are not legal voters many, government checks? Many. Uh, a paycheck or other government document that shows your name and address. Good gosh. 
all that of this can be done. Crazy. All it means is you, it, you know what? It's all about like, they want it to be so easy that there's no thought put in. Like they want to, they, their ideal system is they send millions and millions of ballots straight out to everybody's home. Mm-hmm. Whoever's there or whoever gets a hold of that ballot, picks it up, checks the box uh, near the, the letter D and then sends it back in whether the voter even knows it's happening or not. And that's what the system that they want. By the way, if you don't have any of this, I should point out, if you don't have any of these things, you can still cast a provisional ballot and prove it later. Good golly. All of this, this in the is, new Georgia law. Yeah, some of it was existing law okay. um, that's but combined. Still, like, they just still. refer to an existing law that says, here's the forms of ID. My but those gosh. forms of ID are all, ballot, are, are all valid. So... This is voter suppression. I, I mean, I, I can't. Unbelievable. You try it's to change your password on a website, you got to come up with more information than this. For sure. Yeah, you do. And this is and, not this is not voter suppression. And, I'm sorry. And you know what? There there should be some effort going into being a voter. Yeah. There should. You should have to be a citizen and make sure you can prove it. If you say you're a citizen, you should be able to prove it. All right, let me see something more than your utility bill, because everybody has a utility bill. I, I mean, if you're an illegal alien, you can have a utility bill. I, I, you, you, there should be some effort going into voting. There's nothing wrong with that. It's an important, it's an important part of being an American. Yeah, it you shouldn't. can't even show your stinking ID. Come on. Do you know I spent multiple years trying to cancel? My New Jersey Easy Pass. I remember that, yeah. Because they kept taking money out of my account multiple years after I lived in the state. Mm-hmm. Over and over and over and over and over again because they kept having this, like, I think it was like a $1 a month charge. But then when you, whenever that $1 a month would run out, they'd put more money on your account automatically. I couldn't stop them from doing it. I had to, I had to fax them, like, identification and bills proving my, uh, my area of residence. I, it took me... I almost had to get a lawyer involved, and it was partially at, at the end. I was just so pissed off it about it. It was several years. <laughs> it was it? several years. We lived in Texas for four or five years before I got I got that thing canceled, and I still wake <laughs> up every morning wondering whether there will be a charge from New Jersey on my credit. <laughs> it's haunted me. Uh, uh, that was that's arduous. It should not be arduous, right? You should be able if you want to vote, even if you're an idiot and want to vote for the dumb people in Washington D.C. right now on the left, you should still be able to do it, right? Like, mm-hmm. you should still be able to vote. It shouldn't be ridiculous. It shouldn't be, you know, you have to ro- go through a million hurdles. But, but you an should ID have. is not ridiculous. Yeah. And how about it's a- and asking for the ballot is not ridiculous. No, it's not. Saying, you know what, I don't, I'm not going to make it to the polls this year. Can you mail me the ballot is not a ridiculous thing to ask. especially when you don't even need to make an excuse. No. In New York, you do. In Georgia, you don't. You don't. All you do is, all you have to say is, yeah, I'd like a ballot. And they'll send you one. That's not difficult. No, it's not difficult at all. It's just, this is just a giant narrative to push through some of the biggest Democratic wish list items of the last century. And the bill has already passed the House. They've got 50 votes in the Senate. All they have to do is basically say, and get, you know, Joe Manchin and Kristen Sinema on board to say, hey, we're going to get rid of this filibuster. And if they get rid of that, they can pass this voting law and they believe they will never lose another federal election and, and they might very be few right. state ones too. 
and they might be right. I mean, they're they're they're. I don't know how it's constitutional, Pat. I'd love to get your thoughts either. on that because the, the the Constitution pretty clearly you know designates how a lot of these elections are supposed to happen. Yeah, I don't know how you can get the federal. I don't know how you do it federally like they're do, trying to do. They're probably just you know trying to figure out some legal way around it. Um, but but it, there isn't one. I mean, literally, this would wind up with the Supreme Court. Yeah, and the Supreme Court would have to say it's unconstitutional. I mean, I. They won't, They may not, but they should yeah. have to say it. Of course, this is such a. I mean, who knows? Who knows what? Which way the Supreme Court would go at this point with uh, Roberts? Uh, but you should have even without Roberts five votes. In you theory, should in theory. You should. Now I don't know Kavanaugh. I don't uh, know. Uh, yeah, uh, I don't know. <laughs> There's a lot of I don't knows out there. It's scary. Uh, yeah, it is. It's scary, but that's how close we are to losing this this wonderful experiment we've had for the last couple hundred years. We keep coming down to these, mm. these five four decisions on things that should not even be close. Yeah, should not even be close. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. More patents too for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. Uh, I don't know about you, but sometimes I would like to just get away from all the visual stuff that we're dealing with and just you know listen to something something great. Uh, a little podcast or an audiobook, um, whatever it is you're listening to, you want to have good, clear sound, but also want to be comfortable while listening. And uh, actually, that's why we all use Raycons around here. Actually, I have my Raycons right here. Uh, they're very easy. They're very small, and uh, they fit in your ears. Unlike the the annoying uh, Apple ones that dangle below your ears, they fit right into your ears, smooth, and so you could like put your head down on a pillow. And really easily uh, go to sleep listening to an audiobook, and it's not going to like screw your ear up. You know what I mean? You, they fit, fit flat right against your ear. Uh, it's really cool. The sound is incredible, and they cost way, way less than Apple earbuds or some of these other brands. Uh, sound quality is fantastic. You can put them up against the competition any day of the week. And, uh, you know, look, you don't have the stupid sticks hang- dangling from your ears for no reason. Raycon is offering 15% off all their products right now. Here's what you got to do to get it. Go to Raycon.com, excuse me, buyraycon.com slash Beck, B-U-Y-R-A-Y-C-O-N, buyraycon.com slash Beck, 15% off now at buyraycon.com slash Beck, buyraycon.com slash Beck. The Glenn Beck Program. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck Program. By the way, uh, uh, Glenn had a family emergency. Uh, come up right before the show. We don't even uh, know exactly what it was, but we would appreciate your your thoughts and, and your prayers for for him and his family today. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. As uh, as we try to figure out um, what what the problem is with uh, Georgia's new voting law uh, that expanded voting rights for everybody, in, including um, minorities, including blacks and Hispanics. Uh, they expanded the uh, the early voting for everybody. Um, they they did say that campaign workers can't distribute water to people in line to vote, uh, but that's not unusual. Any of the camp any of the poll workers can certainly distribute water if they want to, or you could bring water yourself, which I know is asking a lot of people because. Uh, uh, who who can afford a bottle of water? Yeah. Only the elite. Only the very, very, <laughs> very, elite. very elite. And it all comes down to the way that they're <laughs> utilizing these big companies. I mean, the Major League Baseball 
thing is the highest profile right now as they've pulled out of the all-star game in the draft like people are really excited about that mlb draft uh that was apparently <laughs> happening in atlanta um I, was that in the atlanta too the major league baseball draft i guess yeah i guess and that's already been pulled it's been pulled okay but it's like well i don't know if you know this but like the braves still play there yeah why would yeah, it matter to take an all-star game out that, by the way, they're trying to figure out whether they should even continue it. People don't want to watch it. They can't get anybody to pay attention to it. This has been a situation through all the sports with the all-star games. Mm-hmm. And they so they pull that out. They pull the draft out that no one cares about in baseball. I mean, unless you happen to have a person you know it's, it's in like it. It's like 89 rounds or <laughs> something. Right. It's like that a thing. <laughs> you said they've drafted me last year. They did. Congratulations, yeah. In the, the 83rd round. Yeah, Milwaukee uh, Brewer. Yes. Uh, congratulations to Pat Thank Gray. You. Uh, Thank you. But it's like that all goes on. And they have a team playing 81 home games in Georgia. You know, like they have, not to mention, play teams all over the country in, in states with more restrictive laws than Georgia. They, they mm-hmm. you know, they are they are a company that does all sorts of business overseas with governments that, that believe in far less oh. democracy than we do here. Yeah. I love the thing now about, uh, so are you are you going to pull the Olympics out of, out of uh, China as well? Are you going to ask the uh, U.S. Olympic Committee to pull the U.S. team out of China since they have more restrictive laws than Georgia does? <laughs> it's like, it's just none of this is real. It's I, not real. I, it's hard it's to even not. have a logical conversation about it because yeah. it's so fake. It's just all so fake, fake and, and hype. so stupid. Amazing.